0: Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show. Today, we've got another very, very important message that I'd like to share with you today. It is the continuation of last week's episode where I shared with you what I truly believe to be the biggest challenge and obstacle that many of you will face on your journey to success. It's something that I call the achievement trap. And if you have not yet listened to episode number 120, I highly recommend that you press pause right now. On this message, go back, listen to that episode first, because today is going to really serve as part two to that message, where I'm going to present to you what I believe to be the solution to this problem that exists in so many of your businesses, many of which you probably weren't even aware that this was happening. but. Today, I'm going to share with you what I really believe to be the secret to success, happiness, fulfillment, and ultimately helping you realize the freedom that you desire in your business, but also helping you discover this ever elusive thing that we're always wondering about and after, which is discovering the purpose for our life and how our network marketing business plays a role in that. Today, I want to talk to you about love, and I'd like to start this episode by sharing a quote from Marianne Williamson in her famous book, A Return to Love, and this episode today is titled A Return to Love kind of as a tribute to that book, and I have to say a lot of the messages that I'm going to be sharing with you today were inspired by this book, but in her book, A Return to Love, she says, Consider to have love be the guiding force in your life, regardless of the circumstance. Nothing stands to transform us, our relationships, and our world more than a commitment to live our lives from love. And the bigger, the better. And I truly believe that the only real problem that you are facing in your life today is a lack of love. See, here's what I found to be true in my life. Once we can finally clear away the illusions that are scarcity and that are our, our fearful thinking and stop telling ourselves the the lie that we're not worthy of what we want in life, here's what happens. We return back to our true nature, which is love. See, Returning to love is really the journey of discovering who you really are. Love is what you're born with, fear is what you learn. And when we talk about fear, all fear is nothing more than the absence of love, just like darkness is the absence of light. And the way that fear shows up in our lives is our ego. And when we talk about ego, all that really means is our fearful thoughts that dominate so many of our days, right? It's what I talked about in the last episode. This idea that most of us are driven by scarcity and fear, and it controls all of our actions and all of the decisions that we make. And it sets us on this race of trying to find our worthiness and trying to find love in something outside of ourselves that we never realize we can never win. It's these thoughts that we have of not being worthy and doubting ourselves, being confused and angry and negative. These fearful thoughts, they act like a light switch. They blind us to the love that we search for outside of ourselves that we forget is inside of ourselves, in our hearts, right? But these fearful thoughts, it's our own mental power turned against ourselves. And here's what we find is that fear And our ego, they guard us against the experience of who we truly are, the brilliance of expressing it to the world, and the joy that we get when we express ourselves to others, when we show up authentically as ourselves. And I'll tell you, this is the thing that held me back in my business for so long. When I was stuck and I was crippled by my fears, right? And these fears and these thoughts that I had were blinding me to the potential that I had inside of me. They paralyzed me. You've heard me share my story, right? They kept me for taking action. For years, I believed the lie that I kept telling myself that I wasn't deserving of success. I would think, who am I to think that I could become a successful entrepreneur, that I could become somebody that could lead other people, someone that has never really done anything of notable worth in my life. Right, I was caught in that same achievement trap that we all get stuck in the first couple of years in my business, driven by scarcity, running a race that I didn't realize I could win, completely blind to the gifts and the potential that I had inside of me that I wasn't sharing with the world because of these fears. And when I would get in those quiet moments, which were so uncomfortable to me, it was very uncomfortable for me to be alone with myself. But when I was in those moments, the scary truth, the thing that I wasn't willing to face is that I didn't love myself. And that was the reason why I was always caught up in striving and achieving because I was getting that my sense of worth and value from the things that I was doing. But I was unwilling to face this uncomfortable truth that I didn't love myself. And I never realized that that was the very thing that was keeping me from the things that I wanted in life. And I'll tell you what was necessary for me to make a change, for me to transform my life for the better, is the same thing that's going to be required of you. The journey that we all must take is the unlearning of fear and the acceptance of love back into our hearts. And it was this realization for me And my conscious decision to choose love, to begin to love myself, to not need anything outside of me to validate those feelings, that changed my life. And this is the exact process that I hope to help you start with this episode today. This is a message right from my book that I'm writing. And it is a message that I'm excited to share with you. Because I've never taught this or I've never spoken the things that I'm going to share with you in this podcast today ever before with anybody. So I'm kind of rewarding all of you for being here. And it's my sincere hope that some of the things that I share with you today, that they can impact your life the same way that they have impacted mine. As always, please, if you do get value out of this message, reach out to me and let me know. But here's where this journey is going to start for all of us. It's realizing that fear is an illusion. It isn't real. It's understanding that all fear is. It's a false belief about ourselves. It's a lie about who and what we really are. We create it in our own minds, and it keeps us from the truth of who we really are. Look, and I believe that part of the meaning of our lives is for us to consciously become aware of love and to be able to experience it in ourselves and see it in others and realize that this is never going to come from anything outside of us. It doesn't lie in things or accomplishments. It comes from within us. And when we talk about that, when we think about that, here's the beauty of this. If we realize that love comes from within us, then we also understand that It's waiting for us and it's available to us at any moment. And here's all that it requires. All it requires is for us to merely let go of fear and our resistance to love. It's a conscious choice that we can make in any moment. But here's where it starts. It starts with our thoughts and our beliefs. It's choosing loving thoughts that validate and affirm our own worth. It's adopting beliefs and telling ourselves stories that we do have what it takes and that the things that we want in life matter. See, what I've found is this. Love in your mind produces love in your life. A shift in how you think about life produces a shift in how you experience life. Look, we've talked a lot about this recently on this podcast. I shared with you this thing that I teach our students called the formula for transformation about how our thoughts ultimately about life are what create our reality. And when my life changed is when I started to change the nature of my thinking. My life transformed when I changed my thinking from that of fear and limitation to faith and love. See, because when we start thinking loving thoughts, when we start loving ourselves, it encourages us to show up authentically in life. It challenges us to move forward even when we feel fear and to push past the self-imposed limitations that we place on ourselves. Love makes you more attractive. You become like a magnet and you don't just attract people to you, but you start attracting circumstances that reflect back to you the power of your devotion. It's almost like it becomes this magical thing that when you embody love and you love yourself and that's the vibration that you put out into the world, life responds. And the thing about love is it becomes the foundation for you achieving everything you want in life. It becomes the foundation for you finding true happiness, for finding joy, And fulfillment, not only in your business, but your life. Look, I realize that there's probably a lot of you out there that are listening to this right now that that struggle with this idea, right? That this belief that you are meant for something more in your life, right? Because you're probably so focused on the hurts and the disappointments and the failures of your past. And you're focusing too much on your current circumstances and your lack of results, and you're limiting what you believe to be possible for yourself because of these things. And I just want you to understand none of these things have anything to do with your ability to create a better future for yourselves. And my message to you today that I really want you to hear loud and clear is this You were created for a purpose. It is not an accident that you are here. Your business is a gift that you have been given to help you realize this purpose that you have for your life. And I got news for you. Your purpose is so much bigger than you making money or earning a commission check or a rank advancement or any accomplishment that you'll ever achieve in your life. And here's the good news because we get so stuck on this idea of purpose. What's my purpose? Look, your purpose is something that is completely attainable to you, and it is available to you right now in this very moment. And here's what I believe to be your purpose all of our purposes. You and I were created with the purpose of extending God's love into the world. God is the love that is inside of us right now. He is the energy and thought of unconditional love. We exist to co-create with God in this world by extending love. And I look, I want you to sit with that thought for just a moment. If that was the core belief that you had in your life, that the purpose in your life was to simply be a living demonstration of God's perfect love in the world, how would that change the way that you approached your business? What if your business was a vehicle that had been put in your life to help you realize this God-given purpose? If that were the case, if that's what you believed— Then here's what you would understand, that you are really in the business of spreading love. Here's what I believe. I believe that network marketing, why it's so powerful, is it is a vehicle that helps us amplify the power of love all over the world. Think about it. It helps us, your business will help you realize the potential that lies inside of you, right? It's like a personal development program with a compensation plan attached. When you first joined, here's what you hated. Is it forced you to face all of the things about yourself that you didn't love, all your insecurities, all your doubt, all the things that have held you back and what you eventually realized was That if I'm going to get on with this thing, and if I'm going to be successful, I got to get over myself. I got to start looking inside myself and doing the hard work to get better. Your business will help you discover the gifts that are inside of you that we've all been given. We all have something unique to offer this world, and it gives you a platform to influence the thoughts and the lives of those that you lead. Look, network marketing is a vehicle unlike any other in the world where someone like myself, someone like you with, you know, average abilities and talents when we start, right? I never did anything great before, but here's what I had. I had a lot of love in my heart and I wanted to do something special. And because of this profession and because I was willing to work hard and not quit and do right by people and keep pushing forward, I was given the great responsibility of leadership where I had thousands of people on my team that were looking to me to be an example to them of how they should live their lives and the things that they should do. And some of you are in that same position. And I'll tell you what, if you're not there yet, it's only a matter of time. And think about it. Think about the great responsibility and opportunity that we have as leaders to be able to shape the character of the people that are on our team. And if, if all of this was true, let's just buy into this idea for a moment that, okay, Bob, maybe I am in the business to spread love, then it would lead you to another important life-changing realization that I came to at some point in my business, which is this: your success and the money and the results that you want are simply a reflection of love. the love that you show yourself, the love that you show God, and the love that you show to those that you come in contact with every single day. And I would argue that if you're not seeing the results that you want, it means that you've been falling into the trap of letting your fears blind you to the love that exists inside of you right now like I did for so many years. I bet if you're honest with yourself, you don't really love yourself the same way that I didn't for so long. You're blind to your gifts that you have to offer the world. You're busy trying to find your validation and worth in things outside of yourself. This is what happens to so many of us, right? But if you've been approaching your business the wrong way, if you've been focusing on the wrong things, if you've been letting the wrong things guide you in your decisions and actions every day, what if instead of, Obsessing over making sales and getting that next recruit, what if you started obsessing over ways to show kindness and compassion and generosity to the people that you came in contact with every day? See if your measuring stick of success was the amount of love that you were embodying and demonstrating. Because here's the thing about love love's not the way you feel towards people, love is the way you act towards people? How are you acting towards the people that you come in contact with every single day? Are you only focusing on your own needs? Do you look at the people on your downline as a commission check? Do you get angry at people when they don't buy your products or support you? Is it a conditional love or is it an unconditional love regardless of the circumstance? See, because when you can begin to look at your business and life through this filter, When you can look for opportunities to give before you get. Now, here's the thing. You're not going to give if you don't give to yourself. And this is the thing that I was blind to for so long. I wasn't giving to people and pouring into them the way that I needed to because my cup was empty because I wasn't filling my own cup up. Look, if you don't love yourself, you are not going to be able to love other people the way that you need to to fulfill this God-given purpose for your life. See, when people used to say no to me, I used to treat them differently because I would fall into that same trap. It was a transactional business for me. See, if you begin to think this way about what you do, here's what it will require you. It will require you to show up radically different and everything you do will change. This idea that your network marketing business is a vehicle to help you amplify The power of God's love into the world is going to be a game changer for some of you. And look, I realize this is a pretty controversial viewpoint that probably will turn some people off. And I just feel that it's important for me to say a couple of things. Number one, I want you to understand that in no way is this an attempt for me to impose my personal beliefs upon you. Because, look, I pride myself that that we've created a community here that will love and accept and welcome anyone, regardless of their beliefs in life. And so it's important that you know that that's the way that I feel in my heart. But at the same time, it's also important for me that that's not going to keep me from speaking my truth. Because for far too long in my life, I traded my own truth and my authenticity for the opinions of other people. And I got to a point in my life, and if you've been listening to this podcast, you've kind of followed my journey. And you know, I know a lot of you reached out and say, look, man, this message has really shifted. And some of you have not loved the direction. And if you didn't love the direction, you're probably not here anymore. So so that's a moot point. But a lot of you have said, look, I appreciate the fact that you know you're being more honest in terms of what you believe. And A lot of you have shared how that's inspired you to show up more authentically in your life. And that means a lot to me. But I just came to a point in my life, and I think it's important that we all get to this point, where we worry less about making people happy and having people like us, and we start showing up and being who we are and being bold in our beliefs. Because the interesting thing that I found is the more that we try to make people like us, and the more that we try to make them happy, the less it makes us happy because we don't have alignment in what we do. And I know for a lot of you, you're probably not feeling fulfilled by your business because you're showing up like a stranger inside of your business, thinking you need to be somebody that you're not, and it feels fake. And that's where the disconnection is. You know, and that leads me to a story that I want to share with you on this exact topic. It pertains to the writing of my book, which I've been talking a lot about on the podcast. This is a message this is literally one of the core messages from the book. So by the way, if you're listening to this episode today and you're like, "Man, I really needed to hear this," then, you know, wait until you read the book, right? I'm getting more and more excited to share it with all of you because it's actually like I can see the finish line coming here. But, you know, when I started the process of writing the book, it was in early 2018. And I got to tell you, I did not set out at that point in my life to write a book about love, and I certainly did not set out to write a book about God. It started out as another how-to network marketing book, because that's kind of where I was at in my life. That's what I was teaching. And as I sat there planning out the book, I put together chapters on prospecting and closing and presenting and following up and social media, because that's what you got to do. That's what people want. But, but here's the thing. It was all the stuff that you probably heard a hundred different times before. You heard it from me. You heard it from a dozen other people. But here's what I thought. I just figured if I could put my spin on it, say it a little bit differently, maybe I could create enough value that people would want to buy it and share it with others. And, and you know maybe they would just buy it because, because hopefully I had done a good enough job in my career that that they would say, hey, if Bob wrote a book, I got to see it. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I don't really know that I'm giving them anything that's going to really impact them on the level that I want. And as I started to write this book, I struggled big time. I couldn't see how it was going to all come together. And I I wasn't feeling passionate about putting this thing out into the world because it just had like a bunch of these random things and that I'd done all over time and I was trying to jam them together and hoping that people would buy it. And you know, I didn't want it to be this thing because I've read a lot of these books and I know you have too where these books are just like glorified sales pitches for people's programs. And I value your time too much to ever do something like that. But all the while, while I I was struggling with this and I, I felt like I needed to write a book, I don't know why, but there was something inside of me deep down that like this quiet whisper that was saying there was something more important that I needed to say. And that's the thing is the disconnection that I was feeling is I just didn't think that this was it. And it was around this same time that I came across a book that changed my life. And I, and look, I don't think that it's a coincidence that this happened for me. I think there was some divine intervention for me at this particular moment. And it's the same book that I mentioned earlier, that, that I quoted, that I Honored with the title of this episode, it was A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. Famous book. If you've never read it, I highly recommend checking it out. But I can remember sitting there reading the book, and it was at one of the most difficult moments I had where I was just really getting frustrated to the point where I was like, you know, maybe this whole writing a book thing isn't for me. And I was looking for like some sort of inspiration that would help me, like a spark. And I came across a passage in the book. That completely stopped me in my tracks. And I like to share it with you here today. And I like to talk to you about how it impacted me. Here's what she said in the book When our goal is making money, our creativity becomes distorted. She says, If I saw money as the ultimate goal of my career, then I would have to think more about what people wanted to hear. And less about what I felt was important to say. I can remember reading that. And it was one of those moments. And I don't know if you ever had one of these moments where you read it. And I literally out loud to myself said, wow. And I put the book down. And I had to stop and process what it was that I just read. and The implications and meaning that that had in my life at that moment. because. Like I don't know if you ever felt this way but I felt like she wrote that for me at this exact moment in my life. And I don't know if you've ever had that. Have you ever had that feeling where you come to this realization and you know that there's something that you have to do but it scares you to death because you're also afraid of you know what it's going to require you to do? But that's what was happening for me in that moment. I felt this profound sense almost like God was sending me a message in that moment that I needed to hear. And the thing that I immediately thought about was my book. And here's what I realized is that I was writing the book or trying to write the book, but struggling, not being able to really produce anything I thought of value because I was writing the book that I thought people would want to read. I was writing the book that I was hoping that people would buy from me. And without any regard of really taking the time to look deep into my heart and my soul and ask myself, what is it that I really feel is important to say? What is it that I really believe that I'll share regardless of whether anyone or not ever buys the book? See, this was such a profound realization for me. I just want you to take a moment about how this might be showing up in your life. You know, what are some of the things that you're doing and saying that you're doing because you think that it's what you're supposed to do and say in order to make sales and make money and be a good leader, but it's not what you really feel is important. It's not really what you believe. See, because when I shifted my perspective and I really took the time to ask myself the hard questions and look inside myself and say, Bob. What is it that you really feel is important to say, to forget about the financial implications? Well, look, it's not an easy thing to do. It is a great deal of time and effort that you put into a book. It is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Ten times, a hundred times harder than I could have ever imagined starting out. And, And maybe that's just because I won't put something out that I don't think has tremendous value, that can stand on its own, that. In and of itself could impact someone's life. I mean, look, I have to a fault, I have very high standards for this kind of stuff. But I really had to say, what is it that you really want to say? And when I looked inside myself, what I realized is that there was something that I wanted to say that I was too afraid to say because I wanted everyone to like me and I wanted people to buy and I wanted people to think a certain way of me. And it was in that moment that I came to this. Horrifying realization that I spent the last six months working on a book that I was going to have to completely start over. And I literally scrapped everything that I had done and I started from scratch. It was equal parts like totally deflating, but also at the same time, equal parts exhilarating because what I did was I created the space for me to create something that could really be meaningful to me in my life and important for me to say. And I understood that when I started kind of coming, these messages started coming together for me, and this is like one of the core messages, I understood that there was going to be great risk in sharing this, right? Sharing what I felt was important to say because it would be a message that I know not everybody was going to be ready to receive, but it was something that I felt like I needed to say. And it was also something that I was really feeling called to do. And the interesting thing is that for me, as I've progressed in my career, and maybe some of you have seen this as well, as I've achieved higher levels of financial success, which I feel very blessed and grateful. I mean, our family's life has changed because of the work that we do and the support of a lot of people like you. And I'll be forever grateful for that. But as I progressed in my career, it's really, really become less about the money, which I know, it, I know that sounds like I used to hate when people say that, but it's true. Really, really to me. I would do this whether I got paid or not because it is something that I truly feel called to do. Like I am driven by trying to contribute to the world, of creating some sort of an impact, of helping other people. It's It's the thing that keeps me awake at night. When I look back on my life and I started to kind of connect the dots here, I came to this realization that you've heard me talk about. I first shared it on this podcast, that I truly believe that network marketing for me was an assignment from God. And, and I believe that the assignment for me, it's the same assignment for all of us that are in this profession. And here's what it is. It's to give birth to the best which is within us so that we can extend God's love into the world. The assignment for me was for me to become the me that God created me to be. And the assignment for you is for you to become the you that God created you to be. There is so much potential inside of you waiting to get out if you can just make this shift in your life. Look, I wouldn't be where I am today, doing the things I do, if it weren't for network marketing. I wouldn't be the father and role model to my son and husband and partner that I am to my wife if it wasn't for my journey and growth in this profession. And there were so many years that I struggled and stayed stuck until I understood this. And there I was in that moment of like this lightning bolt of clarity, right? With this book in my hands. And I realized, I felt this tremendous responsibility to share some of these insights with the world. And it was at that point that part of what I believe to be my bigger purpose and mission behind my journey and my work that I do became clear, which is to share these same thoughts and ideas with you. These concepts and insights that have changed my life to hopefully encourage and inspire you to create something special in your life. And I'm just at the point where I don't care anymore if people don't like it. Because I know as long as I'm speaking my truth, then that's all that really matters. And I just really believe like my greatest hope, for those of you, if you're listening to this right now, I just want you to wake up from this dream that most of us are in, that we are isolated, finite beings and recognize that every single one of us are infinitely creative spirits. We are God's highest form of creation, and what lies inside of you is the potential to create literally anything you want. Look, I said this in the last episode. I'll say it again, and I'm going to keep saying it to you until you hear it. There is no loving creator in this universe that would give you the desire and dream for a better life for yourself and your family without also giving you what you need inside of you to make that a reality. But the thing that holds us back is this. Very few of us are taught that we're essentially good. Very few of us are given a sense of unconditional approval, this feeling that we're good because of who we are, not what we do, right? And it begins with our parents. And then it's reinforced over and over again by society. And God forbid, then we turn to social media and it cripples us. We look at all these other people living these incredible lives and having these nice things. And then we fall into the achievement trap. And we think that we're going to find happiness and fulfillment in the things outside of us and things that we do. And and what we have to eventually realize is this, what we do or don't do is not what determines our value. It might impact your growth, but not your value. See, I heard it said this way. I love this analogy. It's like when you look up at the sky. See, today in Philadelphia, it's raining all day right? It's gray, gloomy skies. And as I look outside my window right now and I see that gray sky, here's what I understand. There is no gray sky. The sky is always blue. Now, today and sometimes, gray clouds come over and cover the blue sky. But here's the thing. When we think the sky is gray, it's robbing us of the truth. And the same thing happens in our mind, right? We have these negative thoughts. We have these limiting beliefs. We have these gray clouds that cover the blue sky that's within us, that blind us from the simple truth that we are always perfect. We can't not be our fearful patterns, our dysfunctional habits. This is what's broken, right? But they take hold in our mind and they cover our perfection. But what we tend to forget is the sky is always blue. Love is always there, waiting for us to discover it once more. And here's what we have to understand is the world is never going to give us permission to shine. Only love does that. Love is the foundation that will allow you to finally create the life that you want. I'd like to talk to you for a second about faith because I know for many of you, faith is an important part of your life because you've told me, you've reached out to me and I love hearing from all of you, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. And I know a lot of you because you've also told me this, you struggle to make that connection between your faith and business. And I did an episode. It was episode number 96. We'll link it in the show notes. And if you haven't checked that one out, I recommend doing it. The title of the episode was God Doesn't Create Junk. So many of you, it was one of the most popular episodes that we ever did because the message, I thought it rang so true. And the message was what the title says. God doesn't create junk. And we have to understand in order for us to fulfill our calling of spreading God's love into the world, we also must first admit that we are worthy of love ourselves. And in order for us to do that, we have to just come to terms with the fact that we are perfect creations of God. And here's the thing about this, and this is something that I think is important to say that I do not hear many people talking, is that none of us are more or less brilliant than anyone else. See, what we have to understand is that God's greatness to us is a gift that is offered to all of us, but it is our choice whether or not we want to receive it. See, my decision to begin choosing God's gift in my life began the moment that I got in front of the room and spoke for the first time over 15 years ago, faced my fears, and put myself out there. That was the beginning of me choosing God's gift, and it didn't happen overnight. It was a choice that I had to make over and over and over again. But it was my decision to give that away is what helped it grow and become what it is today. So what's that going to mean for you? What are the things that you've been letting fear hold you back in your business, in your life? What are you feeling called to do? Because when we can shift ourselves to love, what it allows us to do is start looking at ourselves differently. And when we start looking at ourselves differently, here's what we realize. Everyone has a gift to offer the world. We are all both teachers and students. The love in me is the same as the love in you. And when we realize this, here's the thing that I think we all need to understand is when we realize this truth, it also leads us to understand that none of us are special. None of us are special. This is very contrary to the traditional notions of success that we will see today. The ideas that social media will perpetuate in our lives. We're not special because if we were special, that would mean we are separate and different from one another. This is what social media will lead us to believe. We look at other people's lives and their accomplishments, and we think they have something that we don't. And this belief in specialness comes from scarcity, and it breeds fear, right? See, There have been plenty of studies. There's a book I read called Peak, I think is what it was called. And there have been studies that have proven this to be a fact that the greats of the world, right, the people that have accomplished great things, the Mozarts, the Beethovens, they haven't created anything that we don't have, right? But what they learn to do is access that place in themselves where they could express the gifts that have already been created by God. And here's the big problem that most of us have with this idea is because we think that we have to be special in order for us to stand out and in order for us to be successful. We try to fake authenticity. I think, look, I I use the word authenticity a lot, but I think authenticity is one of the most overused words. It's like, Everybody says you got to be authentic, but nobody knows what that means. So everybody's trying to be authentic. We try faking authenticity. We try to become what somebody else says, do this. But here's the thing is at the bottom of it all, we think we need to create ourselves. And what winds up happening is we try to be special rather than just being real, being ourselves. And this pressure that comes with it of constantly having to convince ourselves that we have something special to offer the world is exhausting. Look, here's my advice. Don't try to impress people all the time. You don't have to make people think you're special. Just allow the love that is inside of you to shine by letting down your mask. Look, when I did this, When I just got comfortable in my own skin, when I learned to love myself, all of my faults and everything, all my imperfections, knowing that that was the thing that made me unique, these were the things that were given to me, my God, they are who I am. And when I was willing to put that out into the world in a vulnerable way, and I gave myself permission to be myself, it changed my life. As long as you think that you're separate from everyone else, Here's the trap you're going to fall into. You're going to be comparing yourself to other people, and you're going to be worried about what they think. And this worry and this fear of what other people are thinking of you and whether or not you're better or they're better, this is what keeps us stuck, and this is what keeps us miserable. None of us are in competition with one another. There are an infinite number of opportunities out there in the universe. When you succeed, it is never at the expense of someone else. That is a scarcity mindset. And when it comes to the spiritual plane, you have no competitors. And you have to understand that. You are a unique expression of the mind of God, and you have an essential function in the world. And here's all it is, to be you. Because there is no one else in the world that can do the job of being you. And if you do not choose that job, of being you and putting yourself out into the world, then the world will literally be incomplete without you. It took me so long to understand this. And what I want you to realize is you don't have to be anybody but yourself to be as successful as you want. All you have to do is just continue to work on being a better version of yourself. But at your core, The things that make you you, the things that are most important, they don't ever have to change. And your willingness to do this is the thing that will start attracting more of what you want in your life. Here's the interesting thing about this. If you show up and you take on this challenge of simply working hard to become the person that you are capable of becoming, the person that you were created to become, something important happens from that effort and that initiative the calling for your life begins to emerge. And I teach a philosophy called legacy leadership. And I know we have a lot of legacy leaders that are listening to this podcast. And here's what makes legacy leaders different. They view what they do in their business as a true calling for their life. And when we talk about calling, all that means is that you choose your business for something bigger in your life, something more important than just making money. It doesn't mean you don't want to make money. It doesn't mean that you aren't ambitious or you shouldn't strive, but you're striving and your ambition has something deeper behind it. See, calling is what you would do even if you weren't paid to do it. See, I feel called to do this. I mean, I don't get paid to do the podcast, so I guess this is kind of a calling by definition, but I would still do live videos. I would still teach. I would still help because it's what I feel called to do. It's what I have to do to be happy. That's what calling is, right? Calling connects you to your deepest self. It's thinking of your business as a ministry. It's making your work an expression of love and service in mankind. It's the thing that lights you up and fulfills you at your deepest level. When you have a calling, your business becomes a vehicle that allows you to fully express who you are to the world. And when you are able to do that, that is called personal freedom. And I will tell you, in my experience, I have come across very few people, successful people, that this is true, that their business is truly an expression of who they are. Because our success has us morph into becoming somebody that we think we need to become to keep the success. This is scarcity. We make money and we achieve success and then we hold tightly to it because we're afraid of losing it. And we wind up showing up in a way that's not true to who we are. And this is the thing is when your business and your work becomes a calling, it's directly in alignment with what is most important to you in your life. And I'll tell you, if this is missing for you, if you do not have alignment between your business and your personal lives, you're always going to feel disconnected and you'll never have fulfillment. I've learned through many, many years of trial and error, the key to creating a successful career is realizing it is not separate from the rest of your life, but rather is an extension of your most basic self. And the argument that I'm trying to make in this episode, that is love. See, if you can get clear on what your real purpose is, the thing that is attainable to you, look, you don't need a script to love, okay? Okay. I hope that you don't need any coaching or training on how to show compassion or kindness to another person. Because once you just let go of your resistance to it, once those gray clouds get out of the sky, the blue sky is there, it's inside of you, it's waiting. And when you can rest in the present moment and relax and just be you and show up and put other people's needs in front of your own and look at what you do as a way to spread love, I'm telling you, your life will begin. To transform. This is the solution that so many of you have been looking for. That's the message for today. I sincerely hope that you got some value out of this. And if you did, as always, please let me know. And if you did, I'm going to keep building up the momentum here because as we get closer and closer, I'll get more excited. And I actually hope to pretty soon be able to give you an indication as to when you'll be able to start pre-ordering the book hopefully sometime in the next 30 to 45 days, but this message today is really the entire core premise of the book. And this is really what I truly believe to be can not only change your life, but it can truly help us transform this profession and change the lives of so many other people because of that. So as always, thank you so much for being here. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. I hope that you get that each week as I pour into these messages and hope that they can impact you and help you in your business and your life in some way. So have a great week, everybody. I will see you soon on next week's episode and take care.